You're listening to the Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. Welcome in. 1077 The Franchise. This is your franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show. I am Matt Burton here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Cord Hotel. Come on out, say what's up to uh, Kevin, to Matt at the bar, uh, everyone here at Flint. They will take fantastic care of you just northwest of the Paycom Center, about a block uh, northwest. But, guys, the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder lose 123-117, to their fourth loss in a row and second loss in a row to the Sacramento Kings. But as always, I'm not by myself. I am joined by Drake and Josh. That's right. That's right. Drake Vitito, Josh Conant with me, as always. Uh, Drake finishing up some of this uh, delicious Flint here. The uh, the ribeye, the Flint Mac, the French fries. Drake, how are we doing tonight? Now I, I know how the pregame guys feel. Now. I know, right? Because they have to yes. eat during the show. No, I mean it, it. It's busy here at Flint, and that's uh, and that's good business. Any business is good business. But man, these tables are filled. It's a joyous time, even though the Thunder take the L tonight. Against the Kings, I'm having a good time. I, I I felt things tonight that I haven't felt in years. Um, I, I've had to use my hands, my legs, my feet. I mean everything. I've gone through a gauntlet of emotions in the past three hours. Uh, all for the good, though. All for Absolutely. good vibes. It's been nothing but good vibes, and I expect nothing less when we're here at Flint talking Thunder basketball. Absolutely. That's all you get out of this post game show. This is the this is the best vibes uh, on a post game show of all time. Uh, if you had to ask. Me and we also have Josh Conant back in studio. Josh, how are we doing tonight? We're good. Uh, I wish the Thunder did did something different in this game. I felt like I just watched the same game for eight quarters. This one was a little right. closer, but Sacramento kind of just keeping that keeping their arm reach on their little brother. It seemed like so. Thunder, Thunder lose again. It's it's kind of depressing over here. Right, Thunder come back from what was it, seventeen down with six minutes and fifty seconds left in the third quarter. Um, and, the, and the comeback, I, I think, did they tie it? I'm, I'm, I'd be misremembering. Did, did they tie it or bring point. it to one? Yeah, yeah. I think they, they, they might have tied it, brought it to one, something like that, but fought all the way back. And then uh, the Kings just kind of, again, it's kind of the exact same story, just flip-flopped, if you will. Last, last, uh, I almost said last week, but on, on Sunday, um, the, the game against the Kings, it, the, the first half was ugly. The first half was very ugly. Um, yeah, I reached, and then I the, reached over to you and right. was like, "I'm feeling like last year feelings when right. we, when the Thunder were tanking, but it, like I didn't want to be there. Like it was it was not fun tanking." Right. Um, but sorry, continue. No, but it, it was kind of like the same, but but in reverse almost. I mean, th- this first quarter tonight, the, the Kings scored 44 uh, and the Thunder scored 38. When uh, I mean, I don't know if those teams combined for uh, 44 in the last first quarter. That's how ugly. Uh, it was, but uh, I mean tonight, really, it, they didn't have anybody to go up against Devonta Sabonis. I mean, I think he was just the a, he was the game changer for the Sacramento Kings tonight. I mean, he was awesome. Uh, no De'Aaron Fox tonight for the Kings, so you kind of saw Devonta Sabonis go a little uh, Nikola Jokic light, if you will. He got he caught the ball up at the top of the key or at that high post area. And then just kind of let the game come to him. He was either going to 
have guys, he's going to dribble handoff to a guy, he's going to find someone to skip pass on the other side, or he's going to go score, and then oh, uh, also he can catch on the low block and do what he does. I mean, he kind of did a bit of everything tonight. 22 yeah. points, 13 boards, and 9 assists uh, for the former Oklahoma City Thundercat. Yeah, he was uh, he was dominant tonight. It's been a common theme, uh, if we're being honest, right. Shea or no Shea. Um, but I, I still think this is a game the Kings should have won, even though Shea didn't play, even though De'Aaron Fox wasn't playing. But now looking at this stat line, just, I mean, and, and, and I kind of thought of it too, this Thunder team, defense optional tonight. Yeah. Uh, Kings got a lot of uh, paint touches, and I'm not just talking about the paint touches that the Sacktown big men got tonight, Sabonis and the others. I'm talking, you know, guys like Keegan Murray, guys like Harrison Barnes, Davion Mitchell being the guy that uh, to replace De'Aaron Fox and just having having his way with the three-point yep. line and beyond. Um, it's been a common theme for this Thunder, just giving up those Olays, um, even with, you know, those Dort lineups, those really good lineups. But I don't know. I think it's a game that – I think it's a game you should lose. But at the end of the day um, – you you learn you live and you learn you get better from it. Yeah, I thought the same thing for the Thunder. I kind of wish they pulled this one out, but it's also the same thing. I feel like we've been saying for a little while now, even before the All Star break, defense optional. I don't like it. I don't like when they when they don't play defense because games like this it seems so winnable. But the Kings' offense was just it seemed like firing on all cylinders. Thunder defense not looking like they could do anything. Um, and I like the I like kind of the first half first half of the season for the Thunder where where they played great on both sides of the ball, both sides of the court. I thought it was fantastic. Shout out Twitch, by the way. Got a few, got a few people. Uh, TK of America lose again. Yeah, yes we did. Um, Brando play says refs were horrible, but so was our defense. That is, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with our defense. Yep. Um, and then we got uh, J- Jabidja. Glad to see J Dub step up though and have a good game. That's facts. We will get to him, I'm sure. Absolutely, we will absolutely get to him because I mean that's the first guy I want to talk about. Uh, I mean J Dub tonight. We we. <laughs> Sunday we were going to have post game just uh, for for everyone out there. Uh, we got about eight minutes into post game and then we had to kick it to um, extreme weather coverage um, to keep you guys covered there. Uh, hopefully everyone uh, was safe um, and, and minimal damage to everyone everyone out there. But um, yeah, I mean we had eight minutes of post game and in those eight minutes I managed to fit in that Lou Dort led the team in field goal attempts by five field goal attempts. And I wanted J-Dub to lead the team in field goal attempts That's right. whenever Shea Gilgis-Alexander is not on the floor. And, and he did tonight. And, I mean, it he was a beautiful great. thing to he see. He played great. Nine of 16 uh, from the floor. Eight of nine from the free throw line. Getting to the free throw line. 27 points, eight assists, five boards, and two steals. I mean, he was doing a bit of everything. We have said... Countless times. Basically, we get on here every single post game and tell you how good Jalen Williams J Dub is, and uh, I'm not going to get tired of it because he is, he is, I think Oklahoma City's second best option right now with when Shea's when Shea's there. He's, he is their second best option scoring. I don't think there's, I don't think that's really even a debate. No, I, I don't think so either. I, I totally agree with you. And what's so crazy about 16 shots? is if you would have caught me knee-jerk reaction right after the game and asked, Drake, do you think J-Dub had 16 shots tonight? I would have said no. Right. Because all 16, it's almost a little bit of a Shea effect. I mean, he ha- he, he he has a lot of dunks, don't get me wrong. But, like, when he's getting his other when he's getting his in his other ways, yeah. it's very quiet. Mid-range, layup packages, uh, threes here and there, it's not very loud. 
So, I mean, the 27 points jumped out at me because uh, I, I did not I, – I wasn't keeping track of the stats, but – I'm very excited about J-Dub's potential. I think he's blossoming already in his early career. I'm very excited, and I know this is this is foreseeable future talk, but maybe even as soon as next year, when teams know him, teams know his tendencies, very excited to see how he responds. Because yeah. if I had to put my money on it, I think he is a guy that can adjust his game on the fly, for sure. And he can and he can make those adjustments, and uh, he can basically do whatever it is that his, the team needs him to do to win. And that's not always that might not always be score, yeah. um, but for right now, being the second option, you go score, you go get yours, and he did it tonight. Yeah, I think J-Dub being the second option is spot on. Even uh, Jabija, by the way, I got it correct this time. He told me the pronunciation. He said definitely the second best option nice, nice. for sure. Uh, but that's a fact. And I'm okay. He's getting the line for nine times, eight of nine free throw. 16 shots, like you guys said. Just quiet. But something I'm noticing is his confidence. He He's even on the sideline talking to the other players, kind of like the captain of the team. This is his rookie year, guys. I know this team is very, very young. The youngest team in the NBA beat their record from last season, whatever. Um, but this rookie is just blowing my mind. Like his, his energy, his confidence, his shots, it's all just seamless, I feel like. And kind of what Drake said, obviously these teams are going to game plan and see what he did this year and hopefully respond. I hope he responds also and shoots back what – shoots back what he can do even better and further his game because I don't think this is it. This is just the first step for him in his career, and I just can't wait to watch more of him play. He's amazing. Right, absolutely. Um, guys, we, we got to kind of talk about Lou Dort again. I mean, um, listen, we, again, we only had eight minutes of postgame show on Sunday, so uh, I was about to get into a, a little bit of a diatribe, but I didn't. Um, so I will do that now. Um he should not be leading you in field goal attempts. He did not tonight, but he was second uh, with 14. Four of 14 from the field. Two of five from three-point range. Ended up with 11 points, three boards, two assists. I vividly remember those two three-pointers, Drake, because I told you in the first half, he had hit basically back-to-back possessions. Yeah. Ball movement was great on offense. It found Lou Dort. He's wide open, shoots a three, looks good, makes it. The, ne- the very next two possessions, he drives in, tries to force something at the basket, gets blocked by Harrison Barnes, blocked by Keegan Murray. And it's just like, man, we had we just had two really good steps right there. Yeah. The ball movement was great. You shot a wide-open three-pointer, and you made it. It's it's not rocket science. And right. then he, he starts feeling himself a little bit. Like, you know what? I'll go take him. I'll go take him. Right. Take it to the basket. And then he just he just gets blocked. I, I just... It's it's it feels very simple to me with Lou Dort to just let the game come to him. Don't force anything because when you let the game come to you, good things happen. And then when you try to force it, four or fourteen happens. That's right. Um, I don't know. The Dort situation is a little maybe like, and I'm not saying I'm not. I know you know what's going on, uh, Matt and Josh, but I, I'm not really taking into much into account these performances because, and we talked about this during the game. When it's all said and done, Shea's back, Chet's back. I think Dort knows his eventual position and what the team is going to ask from him night in and night out when everyone's healthy. I kind of just think he's going out to get, get his because he knows not everyone's playing. Which is, which right. is, I mean, get it. I get it, okay? You have, you've been a part of one playoff team, and that was in the bubble. And then you, you've known nothing but, you know, the tank ever since. I get it. I get it. But... I don't think Dort is, you know, I'm not going to call him an absent-minded player, but he definitely has those spurts, like you were talking about, where 
he feels himself maybe a little bit too early, and uh, he takes some shots that are questionable at best. But like I said, when, when everything's said and done, I think Lou Dort definitely knows. Um, I think he knows where what his role is going to be going forward with this team. So I'm not too worried about the performance from tonight or the the last couple. Yeah, I agree with Drake here. I think that he's kind of over, overcompensating in a way because SJ's been out the last few games. Chet's been out all season, obviously. Uh, but he's kind of just been putting up these out offensive outputs that he's not really – I don't think he's being asked to do it. I think what Drake said is perfect, that he's, he's kind of just wanting to go out and get his, and that's fine. But whenever this team's full together, I don't want him – we've seen it in years past with Russell Westbrook. I don't want that ball-dominant guy and just throwing up shots. Westbrook's a different story, obviously. Uh, but Lou Dort's defensive side is so elite, you can't just trade him. Like I don't, I don't think that's an option. I know fans are probably thinking, why is he on the court? Why is he shooting so much? I get that. I understand. He's an elite defender. He no, will lock down option. anybody in the league. Like I don't, I don't think that's an option to trade him right now. Not right now. We can we can circle back this offseason or next or next offseason. Either one. I, I think I think that is definitely uh, on the table. But as of right now, no, 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 no. But this offseason, I could potentially see see something happen. Pushing some chips uh, in whenever you have SGA and then a healthy Chet, uh, Josh Giddy, the way J Dubs played. I mean, I just I don't know. I just I would just tell uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder fans be prepared for everything and don't get uh, too attached to very many people. Unless their name Shea Gilgis Alexander, J Dub, or Chet Holmgren. You you look it. like a proud uncle right now with your your new laptop. Your new for my birthday. Ooh, yeah, man, you're I gonna, know. Are you going to become so like a gamer? Tabs. Are you going to start streaming? So many tabs open. Man. I would just <laughs> so let you know. Tabs. Tabs. I would watch you if you were if you ended up being that guy. You're going to go. Is, you're going to be the my team guy on way 2K. Better. Way better than just scrolling on my phone and like <laughs> trying to you know. This is way easier. Way easier. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Thunder lose tonight, 123-117 to the Sacramento Kings. Fourth loss in a row. Uh, we might be, you know, checking a little website that we haven't checked in a while. Uh, Uh-oh. We, we had put that back in the back Uh-oh. burner. Um, but just for funsies, just for funsies, you know, we'll, we'll check this certain website uh, coming up uh, in the next segment whenever we get to our tank commander of the game, and we'll have Josh take us around the association. But I am Matt Burton. That's Drake Vitito. We got Josh Connett back in the studio. Uh, Drake and I are here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel, just a block northwest of the Paycom Center. Come on out. Uh, say what's up to Kevin and Matt in the bar. They'll take fantastic care of you. They've been busy tonight. They've been extremely busy tonight. Um, but down now a little bit. This is your perfect opportunity. Come in. Uh, say what's up to the real stars uh, of the behind the bar here at Flint Restaurant. But coming up on the other side, we will get to Tank Commander and around the association. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show on 107.7 The Franchise. Majestic Wolf Lamp and his family. This is Galco, which is Hebrew for kindness. Welcome back. 1077 The Franchise. It's your franchise first take Thunder postgame show. Matt Burton, Drake Vitito, Josh Connett. Kevin is the lifesaver. Yes, Kevin is a lifesaver here uh, at Flint. He has saved our lives many a times. 19% on my phone. I don't have again. a charger. I don't have a charger in my car. I have to go back to Stillwater, hour drive. Kevin says, no worries, big dog. I got you covered. This is at the Flint. great service that you get here 
at Flint, just above and beyond from Kevin and Matt uh, tonight, as they are every single night. But guys, it's time to get to a segment that we haven't checked this website in a while, but we will get to our tank commander right now. We're good! Tanking! Our tank commander is the segment where we look at our trusty plus minus stat to figure out who tried to help uh, the Thunder the most with their tank jump. And tonight, guys, Josh Giddy. Wow. Josh Giddy was a minus 32 in 19 minutes played. Uh, 8.6 boards, 5 assists, 4 of 10 from the field. Uh, o of two from the free throw line. Is, this, that the, is that the lowest we've seen? Sorry to butt in real quick. Is that I, the lowest? Think I did see Joe Masato uh, tweet that that was uh, the low season low for uh, for Giddy in minutes and third lowest minute total for Dort, um, who also who played twenty one minutes. Yeah, so was, uh, Josh Giddy did have three three fouls really early in the game. I mean, like halfway through the first quarter, maybe. Um, didn't see him for a while, but still, it just was not looking good. This this kind of begs a question um, that I we were talking about that we wanted to talk about was you know with Shea being out, Thunder losing the last couple of games. I mean, is it is it time to get back on the tank train, guys? I mean, I know I know we were never kind of left, but right. I mean, even Dort playing that low of minutes, uh, even getting not even coming back in with those three fouls. I mean. I'm not saying I'm not saying these are blatant moves, but I'm just saying it seemed like tonight was a little bit more of a maybe tank adjacent right. night than what we've been used to seeing right um, this season. I was what looking, do we think? Uh, I was looking and shout out to uh, Clemente Almanza, because uh, the Thunder um, said he was there. Mark Dagnall said Josh Gideon, Lou Dort not playing their usual minutes tonight was not about them and more about rewarding others mm. on the <laughs> roster. Uh, are, are you talking about maybe Lindy Waters, the guy that you just rewarded with a full time? Oh, wait. Wait a clothes. minute. He's in street clothes. He was in street clothes. That's wild. Yes. Um, are you talking about maybe a guy like JRE who didn't seem to play more minutes than he had been playing before right. after coming back from his injury? Guys, I think I think we can officially say it. I think we might be back. This was uh, this was also not a good night for the um, Aaron Wiggins playing more than twenty five minutes, uh, even though record, he did good record and he did well. Played twenty nine minutes, uh, ten points for him tonight. Four of ten from the field, two of four from three. Had six boards, three assists, too. Um, the ever so yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Just very consistent night from uh, excuse me, Aaron Wiggins. Um, but yeah, to kind of pay off our uh, our website tease here, Tankathon, the Oklahoma City Thunder sit in sole possession of the reverse eight seed. <laughs> so right now, <sighs> what a season. they would have a twenty six point three percent chance of a top four pick and a six percent chance of the number one overall pick. I like I like the odds, at and, least for the top four. Right and. Uh, What's crazy too is that let's see their record now twenty eight and thirty three. 
Uh, a couple of people that are that are not in the lottery right now that are in the Western Conference. You have Utah that's thirty-one and thirty-one, so <laughs> pretty similar record. Golden State thirty-one and thirty, Dallas thirty-two and thirty. So I mean, there there are teams in the in the Western Conference that are still uh, within reach. The Western Conference is still uh, pretty up for grabs a little bit as far as those middle uh, to late uh, playoff spots go. And with Shea being out um, with. Is it health and safety, or is it non-COVID health and safety, or is it, is it not disclosed? The health and not safety disclosed. protocols. I, I don't know if they said I'm, COVID. I or, guess or not. I'm pretty sure we can scratch them off for tomorrow's game at the at the yeah, very least. I would think so. I would think so. Lakers coming into town uh, tomorrow to face the Thunder. The uh, yeah, the Lakers should jump the Thunder uh, as well. Thunder are down to the 13th seed uh, now in the Western Conference. And the but, Lakers are without LeBron too, so. The good thing, uh, I guess, I guess, good thing if you wanna if you wanna call it that for the Thunder, is they're not gonna fall any further than thirteenth if they ever do because the Spurs are terrible at fourteen and forty seven, and the Rockets are terrible at thirteen. Yeah, because they, so they're they, not falling any further than thirteen because they have unequivocally been on that tank tank train. We've just kind of we've just kind of been like we've been on the fence. We've been putting both of our feet in and out of the water. They've uh, they've been sinking in the water um, <laughs> since, since October. So um, it, it's interesting. But listen, depending on this whole Shea situation, I don't. Now listen, we were we were talking about this during the week. We don't think he's gonna. We we didn't think he was gonna be out longer than tonight or right. longer than after tonight. Right. Um, but depending, I don't even know. I think the NBA actually just released new health and wellness guidelines as well. Um, okay. So I don't know if those guidelines included like a like a timetable change for shorter days after no symptoms or anything like that. But um, if you scratch him off and the Thunder lose tomorrow, you're you got to be having some conversations behind the scenes because um, I mean we're we're what is this after tomorrow? It'll be the fifth or sixth game past the All Star break. Right. Uh, you haven't won one past the All Star break. Um, you might have to be having some conversations because we were also talking about this this week. With everyone coming back to full strength now, well, you can cross the Lakers off that list. With everyone coming back to full strength, everyone trying to win, at least the guys that may have been on the fence, um, the West might start separating a bit more here in the final frame. So yeah. if you're the Thunder, you're going to have to you're going to have to answer some pretty tough questions down the road. I also I also just don't see them shutting down like Shea for another season again. I, I don't see that happening. Um, I think they just kind of let the chips fall, fall where they may, if you will. I mean, they have a ton of picks yeah. that they can move up, if, if you will. They're going to get a lottery pick, I'm sure, uh, this year that they could they could move or used to move up um, in the draft. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just part of me thinks that the way that this season's gone, um, how good a guy like Jalen Williams has has shown that he is already both of as a rookie. I, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I just think you just kind of let these guys play. Uh, don't don't shut anybody down. Just let them play and let the chips kind of fall where they may. Because you really do have endless options with uh, the amount of draft pick, draft picks that you have. So let the chips fall where they may. It is a lottery, so who knows? You can get, you could sneak up into the top four. Uh, if you're yeah. at the, the eight spot right now, if, if they ended today. Then it gets um, really interesting absolutely. because me and you are both on the side of saying we don't think the Thunder are going to keep that pick anyways. But if it becomes a top four pick, I don't know if that yeah. changes the thinking at all. But, I mean, you see, you have seen how well the Thunder have been picking in those top spots oh, yeah. and those mid-to-top spots. 
Um, so do you roll the dice again and you go right. for a big man like we've been talking about this season? There's a lot of – listen, the, the whole synopsis of what this segment is is saying – there's a lot of questions yet to be answered, and we're not that far back without uh, until the end of the season. Right. Just, I mean, just to get you a gauge too. Like, if they stayed eight right now, uh, Tegathon has the Thunder getting Keontae George out of Baylor, uh, which would be a fantastic pick. That'd be he nice. Is, That'd be he nice. Is such a good player. But so. that makes it that makes it even more of a big question because right. you could make the argument that, I mean, you got to get rid of someone. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a very great guard out of Baylor, but you. You have, <laughs> but you have uh, a lot but of anyway. Sorry, no, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. But anyways, uh, we we have kept Josh waiting enough. Josh, will you please, please take us around the association? I love that talk. I really do. My my only question. Maybe we'll get to it later. Spurs oh, or Spurs or Rockets? Who would you rather Victor go to? The Spurs. Hundred percent. If I care about to happen to the Rockets, <laughs> if I care about Victor Wembanyama's well-being, the yeah, Spurs. Yeah. yeah. If I want him to get blasted into the <laughs> eye of the sun, the Rockets. That's good. So hopefully Houston stays there. If you don't like Victor, you don't want him to succeed. If you do want him to succeed, San Antonio's your San Antonio's your team. Going to Absolutely. some going to some scores though. Heading down to Houston. That's in Texas, guys. Denver Nuggets visiting Houston Rockets. Nuggets get a big win, 133 to 112. Jamal Murray, 32 points, 6 assists. Tari Eason for Houston, 17 points, 12 boards. Los Angeles Lakers visiting Memphis Grizzlies without LeBron James. Grizzlies win it, 121 to 109. Anthony Davis, 28 points, 19 boards, 5 blocks. That's still not the craziest performance in that game. Ja Morant, 39 points, 10 boards, 10 assists. Triple-double for Ja. What was the score? What was the score? Grizzlies win it 121 to 109. I'm going to be real honest with everyone here, and it's going to be a harrowing talk for some Lakers fans. Anthony Davis should, capital S, should be good enough with LeBron out to get this Lakers team to at least a play-in. Okay. We've been having this conversation all season long. There have been times where I think Anthony Davis has not been particularly fond of the people he's played with, maybe a little bit pissed off from the expectations preseason to now where they're at. I'm just saying, back it up. If you're good enough, you can get this Lakers team to a playoff. You're a star. Go be a star. Austin Reeves, 17.7 assists tonight. Uh... In the loss, I did see John Morant in that crazy set. He had 28 points in the third quarter. 28 of his 39. That's a franchise record for points in a quarter. Sorry, I just got a, a Clay Thompson flashback <laughs> right, against the Thunder. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> heading up north, headed Toronto, Canada, the only team in Canada as of now. The Chicago Bulls visit them. Raptors win it at home 104 to 98. Spicy Peep, Pascal Siakam, 20 points, 8 boards. And Vucevic for Chicago, 23 points. Milwaukee Bucks head to Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York, take on the Nets. Bucks win it 118 to 104. Giannis, 33 points, 15 boards. Mikhail Bridges, 31 points. He's loving it in Brooklyn, I think. He is loving it. He's like, I get to shoot it a ton. It's Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bridges, baby. Great name, by the way. Yep. Fantastic name. Atlanta Hawks. Shout out Ryan Chapman. They lose tonight. Washington Wizards. Beat them 119, 116 in a close one. Bradley Beal, 
37.7 assists. Just just keeps doing him in Washington. That's fine. Trey Young, 31.7 assists in the loss for Atlanta. Game's going on. We got the fourth quarter, eight minutes left. Jazz and the Spurs in Utah. Spurs are up 88 to 82. Dougie Buckets, 19 points. Lori Markinen, 27.6 boards. Second quarter, two and a half minutes left. Trailblazers playing the Warriors in Golden State. They're up by 20, the Trailblazers. 60 to 40. They had a 41 point first quarter. Damian Lillard's got 19 points. The Warriors aren't that good without Steph playing? What? It's crazy. Except if you're the Thunder. Shout out Dame for getting 71 the other night, too. That's uh, oh, yeah, facts. just unreal. Unbelievable. Actually, unbelievable. Um, another L.A. team where Westbrook went, stayed in L.A., Los Angeles Clippers taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves in L.A. Second quarter, four minutes left. It's refreshing on me. 49-45, to 45, Clippers are up. Paul George, 13 points in that game. And I uh, believe that's it, unless I missed one on the refresh, but I believe believe I got them all. The Mavs, did, the Mavs didn't play tonight? Oh, yes, they did. Sorry, refresh. Mavericks at home in Dallas. Indiana Pacers at Dallas Mavericks. Pacers win it, a close one, 124 Ooh. to 122. I see what you did there. <laughs> I see why you I didn't know the score. I just I just wanted to know because you guys know me. I like pushing agendas. Yes. Even if they might not always be true sometimes. But I'm very wholeheartedly in the camp that the Kyrie trade was a desperation move, reeked of desperation, and it's not going to work. And they've only won one game so far with that kyrie Luca experiment. I don't care if Kyrie hasn't played all the games. I don't care if Luca has played all the games they've been together. You know who that one win was against? The Spurs. <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton, though, 32 points, 7 boards, 6 assists. Luca just keeps doing his thing, 39 points, 9 boards, 6 assists. How many Kyrie have, out of curiosity? Uh, let me go to the box score. 16 and 9 wow. assists. Okay. All right. Pacers played no defense, so I... Neither does that's Dallas. A, that's one of... Yeah, good point. Yeah, actually. Was just, great point. Great point. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the game tonight. Uh, no defense, just vibes. Uh, the Kings win 123-117 to here at the Paycom Center for the second time in a row. But, guys, on the other side, it's been too long. It's been too long, it feels like, since we've had one of these. We're going to get a vibe check next. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder Post Game Show on 1077 The Franchise. You know the f- vibes? You know the vibes. I know them and I know them well. It's the Franchise First Take Thunder Post Game Show. Matt Burton, Jake Vitito, Josh Connett with you here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel. Come on out, say what's up. They're open till 11. Um, and they they are still serving their small bites menu. Small bites menu open or is still open until uh, the kitchen and the bar closes. Come on out, say what's up to Matt and Kevin. They will take fantastic care of you. But guys, I think we just got to get straight into it because I've been missing it. I've been missing this segment. Let's get a vibe check. You know the f- vibes. You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro. Yeah. The vibes off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I think I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the f- is going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, well, you thought wrong. So, that's your that's your that's your bad. <laughs> Let's get a vibe check. Let's go, Josh. Please give us your vibe check, sir. 
Yes, sir. Um, bad vibes first. Yep, always. Nobody ever messes that up. Nope. Nobody. <laughs> Definitely nobody. Uh, bad vibes, though. It's going to go to Lou Dort. I think that's probably the layup of the night, but I'll take it. Lou Dort, 4 of 14 from the field, 2 of 5 from deep, 21 minutes played, just 11 points, 2 assists, 3 rebounds. He really just keeps throwing up these shots. We kind of talked about it before. I think he's overcompensating, um, and it's just not a good look. I think it will change, kind of like Drake said, whenever other players come back healthy, SGA, Chet, those guys. Um, but, but right now, I just don't like it. It's not fun to watch. I think we could win those games if those shots are passed down to even Giddy or J-Dub or other guys that I think could shoot better. Even Isaiah Joe only shot five shots, four of them were from deep. He was 50%. Give those shots to him. They, they might be in this game a little more. So I, I think those those shots could be distributed better. Lou Dort's just trying to get his. So bad vibes. Lou Dort. Good vibes. I've really been going between two. But I think I think I'm think i going to go Dario here. Seven oh, from the field. Yeah, two of six from deep. I think that's his career high. Season high in points. 21 points. Eight rebounds. Two assists. 5-5 from the free throw line. He was really just doing everything out there tonight. He was kind of the big man that the Thunder have been looking for. And I'm really happy. He's, I'm really happy he's here. He, I feel like he's kind of a good little fit from the bench. Come in, play some bench minutes, be that big man that Thunder's kind of been looking for. JRE's obviously back now. That helps a little more, obviously, too. Uh, but Dario's just, he's a lot of fun to watch, man. He's hes a big guy. Kind of just, he looks like a beefier poke, Poku to me. I don't know if that's an accurate description. He's a lot better than Poku, I think. Uh, but 21 points, 8 boards, great night for him. Good vibes to Dario. All right, Drake. Bad vibes. I'm going JRE. And I made this connection to Matt right before we went on. JRE's kind of in a tough spot right now. Um, he went away for a bit because of his injury. Jay Will stepped up in his absence and has been absolutely more than anything I ever thought he would do at this level in the NBA. It wasn't very long ago we were sitting here saying, Jay Will doesn't look like he belongs on that basketball court. There, right. there, he just, eyes maybe got a little too big. Yep. Um, it just, the moment looked a little too big for him. Well, JRE goes down and Jay Will has done nothing but take care of that moment. So where does that leave JRE? Well, I made the comparison that it's kind of a little bit of a Trey Mann effect comparing him to Isaiah Joe. Trey Mann's kind of in that same spot as JRE because Isaiah Joe has also, like Jay Will, came out of nowhere and just performed better than anyone thought he would. So I don't really know what JRE's future is with this squad. I definitely think he's going to be a trading piece uh, down the line if, if, if he has to be added in to get a deal done or something like that. But what was, what was making JRE so good before he went down was his ability to hit threes, kind of like what J-Will has been doing uh, at a high clip, at a good percentage, efficient. Um, and it just hasn't been there since he came back. I don't know if that's just a needs-more-time thing. Um, but JRE isn't the kind of guy that, uh, if he's not hitting offense, um, he's a good role player. Uh, he's a pretty tough guy. He's a little undersized for the position he plays, but he can stretch. Uh, he can play a stretch four, but it's just he's in a really tough spot right now, and other guys are doing better than him at his position. So it's a little bit more simple when you when you boil it down like that. But JRE is definitely my bad vibes. Uh, didn't have a great night tonight. He had five points on one of six shooting, one of five from three, two rebounds, one assist, two fouls. Good vibes. 
Let's get let's get happy. Good vibes. I'm going Sarich. I'm going Sarich too. Um, and like I said last segment, I'm a big agenda pusher, and I love the fit that Sharich brings to this team. I told Matt during the game, I think he is a perfect, perfect, perfect piece, first big off the bench kind of guy. He can handle the ball. We saw him bring the ball up as a point guard uh, for sometimes in that game. Um, he can knock down the three. He can drive. He's a very patient player. Um, he's a lot like he's a lot like J Dub in that way. He doesn't take bad shots. He knows when to attack. He knows when to pass. He knows he knows how to make the right play. And I think that's what the Thunder's mo is: guys that can do a whole lot, whether that be on offense or defense, and uh, make shots when it needs to happen. And he had a great night tonight: twenty-one points, seven eleven from the field. Um, would like to see him hit maybe one or two more threes here and there, but I like six. Six is a good number for him. And I think, you know, depending on that whole injury that he had, he was out for a year. Depending on how he handles that, I think he's only going to get, you know, more mobile yep. as as the more games he plays, um, if that's a good trajectory. But, no, he had a great game tonight. He is my good vibes along with JRE being my bad vibes. Gotcha. I love it. I love it. My bad vibes tonight. We're going to go to Josh Giddy. Um... You know, I know we make a lot of fun of the plus-minus stat, and rightfully so. Uh, but when you're a minus 32 and 19 minutes played, that's uh, not great. That's not great. Not great, Bob. Um, and he's he's kind of been struggling this. Uh, uh, I mean, post post All Star break, uh, struggling a little bit, not had his best games. It, it kind of reminds me a little bit, a little bit of his starts the season. He kind of had a rough start to the season, but uh, I don't think it was kind of as bad as what we saw. Um, tonight it was it was just not good from Josh Giddy tonight, um, but I'm not worried. I am not worried about Josh Giddy uh, in the long run. I think he just need, he just needs a get right game. He needs a get right game here uh, pretty soon. But yeah, season low in minutes played tonight in 19 had three early fouls and maybe like the first six minutes um, of the game just didn't really feel like he really got into the game that much. Uh, tonight, but. it's a hard thing to do um, to evaluate these players on a level field when they don't have everyone. You know, right. I really wish I could sit here and evaluate this team with you know Chet playing. I know um, yeah. it just makes our job. That's what we're here to do, though. That's I mean, what we're it just makes do. our job that much harder. But uh, I think I'm not too worried about him either. No, no not at all, not at all. Um, my good vibes, guys. I was on the right path as you. Like I was on the same path. I wanted to pick Sarich. Um, but I was looking at the entire bench unit. So I'm going with the entire bench unit. They All scored, right. Uh, 57 points off the bench tonight. I like that. Um, between Sarge is 21, uh, Kenrich 11, Trey Mann 10, Aaron Wiggins 10, uh, and then JRE added in five uh, to that total. But I thought the bench came in. I mean, that's really the reason that they were in the game was the was the bench. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, you had Isaiah Joe and Josh Giddy both only had eight points. Jay Will only had six. Uh, and Lou Dort only 11. So I mean, like most of the most of the points tonight came from uh, from the bench. Charge playing a great game. Uh, Kenrich Williams and Aaron Wiggins just basically doing what they do. It's just being consistent. Yeah. Uh, taking good shots, playing good defense, doing the dirty work. Um, I mean, like Kenrich, Kenrich Williams had had three rebounds. Sarge had seven. Wiggins had four. Like. I mean, I just they had they had 12 offensive rebounds as a team uh, tonight. So I don't know. The bench unit to me tonight um, impressed me a little bit, uh, especially whenever uh, the starters uh, were were pretty wishy washy, pretty wishy washy uh, to say the least. But all in all, guys, I mean, a six point loss to a really good team. 
and you're missing 31 points a game. I mean, you're missing 31 points a game uh, from Shea Gildas Alexander. The, them's the breaks. Them is the breaks. Uh, before we get out of here, guys, I wanted to do uh, a quick little exercise, and this is an exercise that I've had. I've heard. Um, and I've had to do with Chisholm Holland before on on uh, his show, um, and, and Ryan Chapman there on uh, Chisholm and Chapman. If there's an expansion draft, right? If there's an expansion expansion draft of the NBA, you get to retain eight players, and then the remaining okay, players, like the remaining players, uh, get put into the expansion pool. That that is that is the last time they did an expansion draft. Uh, that w- those were the rules. So I, I don't know if they would change them. Uh, and you got to keep nine or ten or whatever, but we're going based on the last uh, expansion. You get to keep eight players. Um, I've kind of decided some of these for you a, a little bit. Um, I've already put in bold Shea Gildress Alexander. Okay. Yes. Chet Holmgren. Okay. J Dub, Jalen Williams. Yes. Okay. And Josh Giddy. Okay. Yes. I've put those four in bold. Okay. Oh, God. Now, I'm so, not good at math. Hold on. <laughs> so that's already four. four. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. already four. That's already half of your keeps. Hmm. And it can only be an expansion uh, draft. Everyone that's on your team right now. Everyone that's on the roster. Yeah. Now, here are okay. the names that I've listed. I have not kept Dario Saric. He's a, he's unrestricted free agent after this after this season, anyways. Mm. Right. I, I have not counted the two way guys. Um, I have not counted. Uh, basically, got like I've not counted Lindy Waters, Olivier Sar, Dario Saric. Those so are, I those can't, are the I only can't guys. Say not, right. No. Okay. No. Got it. Those are the only guys I have not. I have not of the remaining, you got Lou Dort, Usman Jang, Jay Will, Isaiah Joe, Trey Mann, Alexei Pokushevsky, Aaron Wiggins, Kenrich Williams, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Man. So that is what not is that is that nine? Excuse me. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So that's nine. Okay. And you get four of those. Let's do this together, because I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. Barring maybe one or two, I feel it. like we might have. I Isaiah think... Joe has played himself into a spot. Okay, he's a he's a piece. All I right. mean, I, he is he has literally kept this team in games numerous times this year, with or without SGA, and he also is a lead extender. Um, I think Isaiah Joe is a integral piece moving forward. That's my five. Okay, I think a person that okay, I want to add we're, in. We're picking, eight. we're picking eight. No, I know, but we're eight. Okay. you know that was. I, right. I feel like we all agree. Do you want to pitch one out there? I agree. I I kind of going I'm looking at this more as like upside and like where they and where they were drafted and stuff like that but I do agree that Isaiah Joe would probably make uh, my eight um, I would say I would say just based on the year he was drafted where he was drafted what they had to give up to draft Usman Jang I think is is a key okay yeah I agree just because I mean they gave up three first round picks to jump yeah. up and get him right he, he's flashed whenever he hasn't been hurt yeah. So I think Usman Jang stays in. He's he's 18, what, or 18, 19. A uh, ton of upside there with Usman Jang. So I think Usman Jang would be would be one for me that I, I think would absolutely be kept. Got to keep Kenrich, correct? I don't think so. Age wow. older, Maybe I'm older. confused. Maybe I'm, confu- older. Maybe I'm confused on what we're doing here. <laughs> we're trying these to be people, these, are people, these are people that you think we should keep if we I only think, had to I choose think, eight. Uh, yeah, this can be your own thing. You can you can do Joe Kenrich. You can do anything like that. I'm but... just going to give names, and we can all explain okay. later. So I'm at six because I did Joe. Yep. Um, and Jing. So that's am I at seven? No, 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 no. No, you're at six. Six. Okay. Kenrich. Lou Dort's still on the board. Kenrich. Oh, 
God, this is what is happening. <laughs> careful, careful. careful. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I got to go, Dort. Uh, that stretch without SJ. All right, and the, that is eight right there. No, that that's seven. I, I don't know about <laughs> Kenrich. Shade, I had to go back. Okay, okay. Go I'm going to make a graphic for God, this to this make is, it a lot easier. We'll put it out with R8. How about that? <laughs> I'm basically no, no, sweating. Um, yeah, you got Wiggins, Kenrich, JRE, Poku, Man, and J. Will left to choose from. I got to go Wiggins. Uh, if Wiggins is 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 a younger Kenrich Williams, then I can only hope that he evolves into what Kenrich is now. So I'm going Wiggins with my eight. Is that eight? That is eight. Okay. Who did I leave out? You left out J. Will, Trey Mann, Alexei Pokushevsky, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, and Kenrich Williams. Oh God. I know, I know. That's why this is that's why this is a fun deal. And also, by the way, in the offseason, if they take a first round pick, that that guy's probably gonna be kept too. Like, I mean, like now an expansion draft is probably like Further down the line, like Seattle and Vegas have been rumored to get teams again, but fringe um, honorable mention is Poku. Yeah, um, upside, but as of right now, with the injury he has, I just big question mark. Have no right. idea. Okay, so what what was your differentiator from me? I'm gonna surprise. I'm I'm not gonna pick Lou Dort. Okay, agreed. Um, because that would be 18 million dollars of basically free cap space. Okay, just like free cap space. You got J Dub. Everything. I'm keeping uh, Usman Jang. I am keeping um, Isaiah Joe. Ooh. Still, I'm still kind of a believer in Trey Mann. It'd be it'd be between Trey Mann and Isaiah Joe, just because Trey Mann a little bit younger. I, I think more upside. Um, I would I would keep Alexei Pokushevsky. Um, I mean that's just seven footer with guard skills. I just I and he's 20, 21. Like I just I don't think. You can give up on him yet. Okay. Um, and then I would I would keep Aaron Wiggins. So I have Shea, Chet, J-Dub, Giddy. I have Usman Jang. I have Isaiah Joe, Alexei Pokushevsky, and Aaron Wiggins. Leaving off Trey Mann, J-Will, uh, J-R-E, and Kenrich. I think the reason I'm picking Isaiah Joe today over Trey Mann is because he has proven that he can both, A, make threes off the dribble, and B, make threes off the catch. Yeah. Have not seen the latter from Trey Mann. Yet mm-hmm. in this young career, I agree. I would, I would go, I would go Isaiah Joe just based off what we've seen. Um, now this would be awesome. Josh, who you got? My four. I agree halfway with a little bit of both of you guys. I think I'm going Isaiah Joe. I think he's proven a lot more recently. Trey Man, kind of what, kind of what Drake was just saying. I just think he's a better shooter as of right now. And if that's what I'm going for for that specific type of player, I'll take Isaiah Joe. Um, I'll also take Usman Jang because I agree with Matt. We gave up too much for Jang at this point. He's way too young. Way too high potential, way too high and ceiling, we, I think. We forget because we haven't seen him in a while, but he was playing great before he got hurt. Like, yeah, he, he, was he, had his, well. he had his career high the yeah. game before he went down. And then I also think a guy that you guys, I don't think either of you guys kept is Jay Will. I think I like his his last month or two. I feel like he's really proven to be a really good big player. I feel like he's gained some confidence. He doesn't look lost anymore. I think he's he's shown a lot of big steps that I didn't see coming at least early in the season. So I think Jay Will's a good one there. and It's either Poku or Kenrich for me. I think I'd go Poku just because he's, he's eight years younger. He's obviously kind of like a guard, but a big. It, he's way too skillful at that position. So, I, yeah, I'd go Poku, Jay Will, Jang, and Isaiah Joe. I love it. I love it. To me, I, I just... God, that was... Str- I'm sweating. That I know, was stressful. I know. That was stre- very stressful. You Good thing do, we don't have to do, do that. Yeah, you want to do something kind of like that. We, we kind of brought that up... Uh, 
you know, while we were watching the game, we were like, what if we, you know, just talked about, you know, who would want to keep And I decided to make it a little bit harder uh, than, what, than what I think Drake was thinking about uh, and cutting it down to eight. But, no, uh, interesting to see uh, how this Thunder uh, – squad's going to look uh, not only next year but like the years to come i just yeah uh i would say don't get too attached to too many guys unless uh, i mean maybe the four that i uh, said you had to keep with giddy shay uh chet and j-dub uh i would even say probably shay chet and j-dub just just you can get attached to those three i think um and i think you could pencil in uh josh giddy too but everyone else i would not get uh too too attached to but gentlemen i think that's going to do it uh, for us here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. The Thunder lose their fourth game in a row, second game in a row to the Sacramento Kings, 123-117. to Tonight they get the Los Angeles Lakers minus LeBron James here in Oklahoma City tomorrow night at the Paycom Center. Uh, we will see you out there. We will not have uh, postgame. We will have uh, OU basketball stuff going on uh, and Toby Rowland and, them, and uh, Kevin Henry doing uh, the OU game and their post game after that. But gentlemen, for myself, Matt Burton, for Drake Vidito, for Josh Connett, this has been your franchise first take Thunder post game show.